What if a man sitting in a chair, that's me by the way, hi, my name is Dow. What if a skeptical but curious and open-minded man in a chair was told by an intuitive Akashic record reading friend of his that he was psychically connected to a sixth dimensional Arcturian named Omra of the High Council and that all he had to do if he wanted to channel this Arcturian named Omra was to open up his mouth and try it. What if this man in the chair, after hearing this, immediately wanted to find out as much as he could about Arcturian history, what other people have said about Arcturians? But instead of looking things up online, he simply decided to open up his mouth and just say whatever came to him, and record it, and publish it, just as a fun little experiment, and then later go back to see if what he said matched with what anyone else has said about Arcturians. And what if, when this man opened up his mouth to do this, a different voice and a different personality slowly emerged over time? And what if you could hear that transition take place over his first several recordings, if you really listen closely enough? And what if this man in the chair eventually started noticing that he was adopting some of these personality traits from Omra into his own life? simply by playing a game of channeling and really stretching outside of his comfort zone, maybe rewiring some neural pathways. And what if that man recorded seven initial recordings and called them Arcturian History Parts 1 through 7 and published them on a podcast called The Arcturian Playground and saw that it was weird, but also kind of liked it and wouldn't have it any other way? Yeah. What if? What if? What if? Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird. We know we would not have it any other way. This one has much on his mind, and as the mind is full, it makes the channeling messy. Therefore, we ask at this time for this man in the chair to place a hand upon his heart. Breathe into this space. Try to imagine yourself thinking from the heart center. From the place of deep emotional connection to all things. 
there is not one single location within your physical body that is responsible for the supreme divine power of transformation that you are however if you imagine your heart think of it as a whirlpool if you could imagine uh, water that is draining down uh, perhaps in the bathtub but perhaps in the kitchen sink when it has been filled and you can see a spiral swirling down down the water is spinning down these are the motions of your emotions as they swirl they spin they emanate from and recede to this heart space that you are now feeling in and feeling through imagine yourself going into this whirlpool this spiraling spiraling water dance and imagine that what is spinning are different concentrations different colored uh, frequency bands of energy pure energy swirling and spinning spinning and swirling It is this power of transformation about which we wish to speak. In fact, regardless of the particular channel, this is the message which all compassionate extraterrestrial, interdimensional, uh, any name that you uh, apply to us or to the deep innate wisdom that bubbles up through the multi-layered swamp of your unconscious mind, the unconscious mind that is the unconscious mind of all things that is linked in, connected in, Regardless of the uh, incarnated divinity made flesh, that is what each human is. Very, uh, it's quite the masterpiece among many masterpieces throughout existence the work of art in creating uh, the, the human design we all are quite proud of it is not easy to become 
a human. There are many things which must uh, be perfectly aligned in order for this experiment to take root. And yet, as you see, all that needs to be in order for your life to exist, all that needs to be is, and all that needs to be is, and has become so, uh, quite, quite proficiently without you putting your nose into any of it which is only to remind you that the effort that has gone into creating this world that you are inhabiting that you are in fact creating the effort that is taken to create this is an extension of your own being as you imagine what you are as you stretch your mind to think beyond the world that you know you are the creator You are what is being created. And this is the fundamental power within all living things to transform. A very simple example could be the way that you breathe in oxygen and you breathe out carbon dioxide what is this process how does this happen how is it that your physical body your respiratory system is able to uh, change the atomic structure of molecules how do you do that do you know your conscious mind does not know perhaps you have read in a science book the learning and understanding the speculation based on the best current available data you may have read explanations as to how a, a molecule of oxygen is transformed into a molecule of carbon dioxide but this is something that simply is part of your being the way that you transform the world around you reducing the amount of oxygen increasing the amount of carbon dioxide And were it not for your cousins in the plant kingdom, there would be an imbalance of your own creation. You would breathe poison 
into the atmosphere that would never be replenished. And so, as life always does, a system of balances evolved. In fact, was part of the forces that drove the path of evolution. For there is, at all points and at all times, a perfect balance, even when new elements are introduced into an environment. There arises a balance to meet them. There is constantly a flux and a uh, rearrangement of matter at the molecular and atomic uh, and subatomic levels. And these are all happening without your conscious awareness. And once again, life exists without you sticking your nose into it. There are other examples that we could give you of this transformative power that you have, but we specifically wish to direct your attention to your thoughts, to the output of your mind, and we want you to imagine that you are with your best friend. You are sitting side by side. A man steps in front of you and says, "Hello, dipshit." And you look at this person and you laugh. Your friend looks at this person and he seethes with rage. What has happened? Both you and your friend have received exactly the same input. The man who said "hello, dipshit" has created a pattern of disturbed air molecules within the air. These air molecules hit your eardrum at the same time that they hit your friend's eardrum in exactly the same pattern, making exactly the same sounds. At that moment of impact on the eardrum, the signals are. Electronically created and sent through a nerve into your brain. At which point, meaning is ascribed. Your friend responds with anger. You respond with laughter. Why? What is the difference? The difference is within you. The difference is within your friend. The difference has to do with all of the examples in your past when you heard the word "dipshit" or you saw someone who looks like the person who stood in front of you, or you were on、uh, experiencing a day that had a similar temperature where the air felt similar, the sun was shining at a certain angle in the sky. There are many things that you take note of that your Uh, unconscious mind stores and remembers that your conscious mind is not always aware of, and in the moment that you encounter any piece of new information, you、uh, automatically, without any intention,、uh, process that information through your brain, through all past、um, 
memories or similar experiences. These are happening, of course, behind the curtain. This is our unconscious processing. And your reaction, your output, is a result not only of the outside environment, the person who said, hello, dipshit. Yes, we like saying hello, dipshit. It is quite funny to us to hear ourselves say hello, dipshit. Uh, And the result not only is because of the outward uh, influence, but also the inward environment of the person who is receiving the uh, communication. What has happened is that disturbed air molecules have been transformed into meaning. The meaning is different for each person who is hearing it, uh, largely because each person is carrying around, as it were, a different set of experiences with different sets of associated feelings and emotions and insecurities. Uh, different levels of uh, self-confidence, different biases, different beliefs, different expectations. All of these things together create the subjective response of each person. Why are we explaining such an obvious observation to you in such pedantic detail. This is an area where we feel, along with the man in the chair, a great deal of frustration towards a system of conditioning that each of you were exposed to that turned your subjective responses into something to be ashamed of or something to fear, something to be uncertain of, something to doubt. We wish to impress upon you the perfection from a state of nature, the completely perfect process of creating meaning in your mind by combining outside influences with your inner environment. Whatever you think, whatever you feel is a perfect response to what you have experienced. And yet, you will be told if your response does not match the response of another, then you are wrong. And if you are told that you are wrong, you feel like a dipshit. This is the system that you likely were raised in if you attended Western schooling. How many times were you encouraged to express your unique self, your unique view of the world as compared to how many times you were encouraged to memorize so-called facts that you would then regurgitate 
and depending upon your ability to uh, maintain information within a short-term memory, you were given a grade and told that you were smart or stupid. How long does a child how long must a child endure this process before that child begins to feel like a dipshit? How confident do you feel in expressing your ideas and opinions to others? Are you concerned that you will be ridiculed? Are you concerned that you do not have the right answer, that you don't know the truth? Are you concerned that you are not qualified, that you do not have the appropriate expertise to hold your own opinions and your own thoughts about the world? Have you not learned how to express yourself in perfect acceptance without judgment, recognizing that ignorance is not something that indicates worthlessness. As you were conditioned in school, ignorance was a sure path to failing a class. It was, uh, ignorance was a sure way to stand out from the crowd and be uh, publicly shamed. Your teachers were given fair license to shame you in front of other students if you expressed any ignorance. Uh, therefore, you were taught to conceal your ignorance, to even deny your ignorance. You were taught to feign a certainty to feign a degree of understanding even when you do not understand. You were not encouraged to be true, genuine, honest, authentic in what you do know and what you do not know. Therefore, it was fostered upon... Therefore, it was fostered within you and we are speaking specifically to the man in the chair, although we also understand that this applies to many, if not all, who are listening. You were conditioned to hide the fact that there is far more that you do not know than what you do know. You were encouraged to pretend to know far much more than you actually know. Why are we speaking of this in terms of transformation? We ask you to recall the prior conversation regarding confirmation bias these filters that you place uh, in your mind, these 
biases exist both within your conscious awareness outside the curtain as well as far many others uh, deeply within your unconscious mind behind the curtain and these biases they will determine what you perceive they will determine what you become aware of and the way the shape the flavor of what you are aware of when you have the deep seated bias that you are worthless that you are ignorant in so many ways and that this ignorance means that you are a worthless person that influences your perception of the world it greatly influences your perception of yourself and it greatly diminishes your understanding of your own value your own transformational power you are conditioned to think that power you are conditioned to believe that using your power of thought and using your power of experience should yield similar results as those around you that if you see things in a different way if you feel differently than others that this is an indication of worthlessness this is an indication of failure this is a lie that we wish to destroy we would dissolve this if we could we wish to hold each one of you if we had human arms we would wrap them around you and hold you close to our chest and let you know that we love you that you are valuable that you are so much more valuable than you can truly understand if you knew the effort that it took for uh, the energies of the universe to become even a single molecule in your body you would be astounded you would marvel so once again we ask you to be astounded marvel marvel at your own existence recognize that it is you who is doing it it is you without your conscious understanding that is creating you who are creating we will say it again you 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 who are creating your lived experience how do you feel right now are you angry are you feeling a sense of peace are you smiling are you frowning do you feel pressure anywhere in your body do you feel pain any of these feelings or sensations are not coming from anyone else you are creating them how are they being created perhaps there are external stimulus around you uh, for example the 
man who would come up and say hello dipshit this is an external example but remember it is your own internal biology your neurology which creates the feelings and the thoughts that you are experiencing in any given moment we understand uh, especially with our relationship with this man in the chair that it is very easy to hear this message that your thoughts create reality and think that we are speaking of wizards who could imagine that the person in front of them were a pink flower and then poof they would turn into a pink flower why because i thought it and thoughts create reality therefore poof you are a pink flower this is a misunderstanding of what we are speaking of and it in many cases is an intentional um, how do you say straw man of an argument that is meant to simply uh, disengage from a conversation regarding the relationship between thoughts and the relationship between reality such conversations such uh, ideas and topics have been met with such derision from so many in your society that it triggers within you the same uh, fight or flight response that was conditioned in you through your schooling when you gave the wrong answer when you were told that you were ignorant and given a failing grade or told to sit in a corner or put your face in a corner or wear a dunce cap or any other such punishments and public ridicule that uh, formed you we therefore would ask you to at this time imagine your own face in your mind if you are in a place where you can do this imagine your own face now imagine yourself kissing the forehead of that face imagine yourself as you would your own child placing your hands on your cheek and saying i love you saying i am so sorry i did not know that i was doing this you let us come together you and i let us see what it is that we have to see let us explore the world together let us be bold and courageous and sharing with others what it is that we see let us attract into our lives others who will support and encourage our unique point of view rather than reinforce this conditioning that all of us were all of us experienced in childhood through our schooling uh, let us refrain from denigrating others who have a different experience from us let us be curious let us be excited how how much money would you pay to travel your favorite place in the world imagine uh, this one in the chair uh, very much would like to uh, visit machu picchu this is at the top of his bucket list 
and uh, so we might ask, do you have a place where you would like to visit? What would you pay to do this? And then we would ask you, what if instead of visiting this place, you could simply download a memory from another person who did visit this place and you would inhabit that memory in perhaps a virtual reality machine. It would be as if you were there. Uh, you would experience everything that they had experienced. You would feel the feelings of the air. You would feel the temperature. You would feel the sun on your skin. You would feel the sweat dripping down your forehead as you hiked up to the top you could have the, the experience uploaded into you. This type of technology is, in fact, uh, available to you at this time, although it has not uh, been made available to the masses, but it is not far away. The reason that we ask you to imagine this, however, is that in any conversation with a person who has been to Machu Picchu, you could simply ask them what their experience was and very intently focus on what they are saying and use your own imagination to walk with them as they describe their journey. In other words, you could imagine yourself seeing the world through their eyes. And this is the mindset that we wish for you to hold as you interact with others and recognize that they have been to places, they have had experiences that are very foreign to you. You have no idea what they have seen, what they have heard, what they have experienced, what they have suffered, what they have enjoyed. There is a world of experience within them that you could experience along with them if you were curious, if you asked them, if you created the type of relationship with them that was based upon mutual trust and respect and empathy, they would share with you almost anything and you would share with them almost anything of yours. And together, through your sharing, you would enhance your your experience. You would vicariously learn some of the lessons that were learned by the other person and they would vicariously learn from you. As a result, your conscious awareness of the world has been increased through the act of sharing and being open to the differing experiences of others. If, however, you have determined that there are certain types of people that are unsavory to you for one reason or another, then you cut yourself off from being able to vicariously experiencing, experience anything that they experience, and you create a echo chamber, as it were, where you reinforce only those things that you particularly like, and you surround yourself with people who will mirror you in all ways that are important to you and as a result you may avoid the uh, pain and conflict that uh, naturally arises when stretching out of a comfort zone and experiencing something new but you are depriving yourself in those cases of expansion and new experience in the world that is to come it will be very difficult for you to avoid interacting with others. Uh, in the world that is to come, 
human mind will be quite readily available to all uh, that you share space with. There will be uh, nowhere truly to hide. This is how life is behind the curtain for all of us who are aware. For those of us, we, we should say that we have uh, we still have a curtain, of course, those of us who have a greater understanding and a greater uh, awareness of uh, certain things in the universe that you would consider to be part of your uh, unconscious, part of the things that you do not yet know. Uh, however, and it appears that even while channeling one can lose a train of thought. This is what happens when the mind becomes engaged. Even though you are at this point, we are speaking to the man in the chair, placing your hand on your heart and doing your best to operate from a heart space. There are times when your mind begins to think about the words that you are saying and pulls you from the stream that is coming up through you, the bubbles that are emerging and they are distracting to you. The point that we were making with you is that in the world to come, you will share your thoughts with others. And to prepare for this, we encourage you to increase flexibility. We encourage you through... Uh, we encourage you to become more accepting of others. We encourage you to... Uh, drop judgment and by drop judgment we do not mean that you remove judgment from you that would be impossible your uh, mind the way that you uh, process information you are constantly comparing what comes into your senses in the now moment with uh, things that have come before and that very active comparison is uh, itself a judgment the output of that is a judgment you are making a judgment of what is in front of you based on what you have experienced before so we are not saying that uh, you can or should drop judgment but we are asking you to be aware of your judgments we are asking you to be compassionate in the way that you uh, react to your own judgments as you become aware of them and that you uh, treat others in a way that would encourage them to be their true self to express to you what they truly think and what they truly feel without any fear of uh, denigration hello again this is Dow, the man in the chair who is bringing to you this arcturian performance and I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information. I hope to see you there, and so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. 
And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omrah back when Omrah was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com, or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.